Well, listen, I expect precision. Yes, of course. If there's one thing you know about me, it's that I'm precise. And I expect precision from other people and tools. That's why I love the Jules sous vide. Yes, because you would not settle for less when you cook. No, no. It uses precise temperature controls and our trademark visual doneness guides to cook food exactly the way I want it. That's why they say Jules, perfect food every time. Mm-hmm. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel. Use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. Sorry about the sound of my dog drinking water. That's chefsteps.com <laughs> slash J-O-U-L-E code homophilia. Folks, there is a special episode of The Longest Shortest Time. It's a show on the Stitcher Network about yes. parenthood, but it's for everyone. I'm a big fan of the show. Host Andrea Salenzi brings listener stories about the surprises and absurdities of raising other humans and being raised by them. Uh, my friend Casey Wilson has been on the show, has guest hosted the show. Uh-huh. Uh, you will laugh. You will cry. It's amazing. That's beautiful. Well, they're kicking off a new season of shows with an extra special episode where listeners called in to tell their stories about giving birth in a car. That's a real thing that happens, apparently. I was born in a car. No. No, I wasn't. Just okay. kidding. All right. But I feel like I was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but this episode is <laughs> packed with adorable car birth-inspired baby names, including Sunset, as in the boulevard, and Hudson, like the river. Check it out. Long as short as time. It is uh, in your favorite podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. Subscribe. Dave Holmes. How are you? I'm good. Great. I'm real, real excited. Good. As we were just saying before we started, Mm -hmm. we're going to be at DragCon. DragCon! In Los Angeles. That's correct. This is a, uh, it's a drag convention. It's very exciting. And it's not, not, I mean, hosted by RuPaul, but it's, yeah. Sanctioned by RuPaul. Branded by RuPaul. Yes. Yeah. Ru will be there. He will be everywhere. Uh, you know, Michelle's going to be there. All the queens are going to be there. Sure. And we're going to be doing an episode of this show with- Question mark. A mystery guest? A mystery guest. A mystery to Dave and I. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I was going to play it off like it's so exciting (laughs) we can't say it, but we don't know it. Yeah, we don't. So we'll find out. We'll find out. But we're going to be there if you're in LA or you're coming to DragCon. We're going to be there Saturday, May 12th. May 12th, I believe. At uh, 11 a.m. Uh, a perfect sexy, time for drag in a hour. convention center. Nothing like daytime drag oh, and uh, attempts at comedy sure. at, at 11 a.m. in a sure. convention center. Definitely. What what goes better with drag and conversation than, you know, yeah. like a, a, a convention center Starbucks? Yeah. Yep. You know, in a nice with a nice cardboard sleeve. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Very sad that Miss Vanjie is unavailable. For someone who was on television for 30 seconds, yeah. she's literally too booked to do our show. I know. Because she said her name once. Three times. And people magically. were like, oh, that's that's a catchphrase now. Yeah. And so now you have to say it all the time. It has permeated my soul. It's kind of everywhere. It's permeated our culture. Are you watching? You're not. You're not caught up on season ten. I am. You are. I am. Who are you rooting for? I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know yet. Maybe Monique Hart. I love Monique Hart. I think I like her. Monet Exchange. I like Monet Exchange a lot. I liked Blair St. Clair. 
Yes. Because I was fascinated by how a nine-year-old boy from a, uh, you know, a, an oatmeal box yeah. becomes an incredible drag queen. It, they, they get younger and younger every season. Yes, Just they do. to make myself fully sound like a grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> These drag queens keep getting younger. Yeah. And now they are drag queens who grew up watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And, and the circle the circle is complete. But it does – I mean, I don't know if this is a weird thing to say, but like to me, if they're not a little old, if they don't have some miles on them and yes. the sense that they've experienced some shit, I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't even feel like drag in a way. Yeah. I like they need to have been allowed out of the house past midnight for six months yeah. minimum. Yeah. And they need, I would like to, I'd like to at least have the sense that they put in some time at Hamburger Mary's yes. dealing with a, a crowd of assholes. Oh, yeah. For dollar tips. Yeah. And they've, they've earned this, you yeah. know? Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, I don't think Blair St. Clair's. I don't think so either. Yet. Um, what else is happening? Did you see Avengers? I did. Okay, were uh, were the Vanisher and Lady Viking able to uh, probably I, reassemble I think you're the platter of, of Aretha? Is, and I don't even know if those are real characters. Present or it not. to Megalord and restore order in the in the multiverse or fucking whatever is supposed know. to happen in that movie. Saw all of it and couldn't even tell you if that's what happened or not. I just, I not only don't care, I can't imagine caring. But I will tell you, I had so much fun watching it. Yeah. Uh, it was a packed theater. Uh-huh. People were literally cheering throughout okay. the movie well, at every fun. appearance of one of these people. Okay. And, uh, you know, did I fall asleep for 20 minutes of it? I did. Probably. Yeah. And I'm at, and I, and every 30 seconds. Now, Michael is, is like Avengers, all things comic book, like he's in. Yeah. And so I'm. You know, as a as an act of love to yeah. him, I'm going to see all of these movies. But actually, I do end up having fun when I okay. see them. I just okay. don't always know what's going. I'm, I'm leaning over to him and I'm going like, "Is now is that Vision? What's Vision? Is he? Yeah. Wait, is this an X Man? Yeah. And he's like, "No, X Men aren't in this." I'm like, "No, no, no," because I remember the Olsen twin from X Men. He's like, "Nope, that's mm. not in this franchise." Yeah. I just fell asleep for 20 minutes. Sorry. I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Harry Potter is what our generation has instead of religion. Uh Like I have three peers who go to church. 80% of my friends know what like Hogwarts dormitory they are in. You know what I mean? Not us. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in either of those things. Did start watching The Handmaid's Tale finally. Oh, me too. Um, And so so the Michelle Wolf Aunt Lydia reference – I mean, it really it resonated with me because it's all brand new. We've seen the first episode. It is, as I feared, far too realistic to be enjoyable. Oh, Dave, you buckle up for episode two. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because that is a – especially for okay. the queer community and our listeners, that oh, is a brutal okay. one. All right. I feel like I'm interested. I want to keep going, but I have to balance it. Yes. With something. Like yeah. it needs to be one for one like that and – And then Drag Race. Drag Tando. Race. Isn't Elaine terrific or whatever the thing is about the 60s housewife who's a, a stand-up comedian? Oh, yeah. Mrs. Oh, Mason. Joanne is a lot of fun. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Isn't I, Elaine terrific? That should be called that. That's actually a better title than the It's a better title. I should be a titler. I should be a titler <laughs> of things. Uh, what else? What You're else? Watching, before we started, you were like, I'm going to update you on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I, I can't I, I really update thought. you on Vanderpump Rules. But I, I did – I kind of went in on this season. Did you watch the uh, Did you watch the You're finale? You're more caught up than I am. That's what's shocking. Really? Yeah. Interesting. How okay. the tides have turned. Um, yeah. I mean it, it is it is perversely fascinating for mm-hmm. me um, because these are – as I think I've said on this podcast before, the people that I that I spend – all of my Los Angeles life avoiding. I yep. mean, we all know a thousand people like this. Yep. 
And yet, for some reason, watching them on TV, I don't know if it's just because they're at a safe distance. I can't really interact with them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something fascinating about well, it. Well, you're humanizing them. It's like watching Roseanne being like, oh, those sure. Trump voters are people sure. too. Or, sure. You know, who cares? Yeah. Well, we finally – okay. So my connection also to the Vanderpump universe has been through Stasi's uh, absent boyfriend. That's right. Who she talks about a lot. He finally made an appearance this week. Yes. And it was a disaster. What happened? Uh, so he comes in and like, and it's like, nobody's ever seen him. So it's not only like he didn't want to be on camera. He just didn't want to be around those people at all. Yeah. Which again, I understand. Mm -hmm. So he shows up and he's like, and my experience with him in real life is it like, he was not putting anything on. Yeah. Um, he just showed up and was just kind of a little douchey. Like he's never been douchey to me in real life, but he's just kind of that straight guy who's just got confidence and says whatever he wants. And sometimes he's funny and it's mostly funny because he's confident because he's like, you know, fairly attractive and straight and has never had a doubt ever in Uh his mind. So he shows up and he meets Lisa Vanderpump and he's like, and she's like, Oh no, we've actually met before. And he was like, Oh yeah. And like, we talked and you watch, uh, you walked away and I watched you walk away and you have a great ass. And so he just keeps talking to her about her great ass through the whole thing. Wait, he said this to Lisa? To Lisa Vanderpump. Holy which like, And then Twitter shit. just exploded. How dare you? How dare oh. you approach Lisa Vanderpump and talk? They even acknowledge that she has an ass. Like, you can't Lisa even do that. Lisa loved it, didn't she? Uh, no, she didn't. She oh, didn't like oh. it at all. Because was right How there. How dare I? Yeah. Presume. Well, because was there and she found it disrespectful okay. and whatever. And we are never going to find out why this woman is named after the East German secret police from World War II. Stasi. Um, by the way, she doesn't even know that. She, no. No idea. No, the parents probably don't either. No Her parents problem. are probably my age. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then – so yeah. So then he keeps being like – he keeps sort of – like vaguely hitting on Lisa Vanderpump in front of Stasi, and so then Lisa just stops talking to him and starts talking to her, and is like, "Why are you with this guy who's so terrible?" Right. And then he starts to have a bad time, and, and she's like, "Don't break up with me, or if you're going to break up with oh. me, don't let it be tonight." It's all very strange. It all felt very. I don't know. I, I felt like look I, on Stasi. Say what? Not a great look on her. Not a great look on really anybody. No. Except, no well, there's no good looks to be found in that. No, there really believe. aren't at all, I guess. But it's a strange thing because my – like he used to have a show on – he still got a, a sports show on Sirius XM. But he used to have this like relationship show. Mm-hmm. And I was a frequent guest because I listened to it and I liked it and I wanted him to like me. I think he was kind of the last of those like archetypal straight yeah. guys that I was like trying to get his approval. I feel like I worked through some things on the Vanderpump season well, season finale because it was like, oh, no, this is going to be an empty experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I win that approval, it's the approval of a guy who's going to like be shitty to his girlfriend for fun yeah. and talk about Lisa Vanderpump's ass. Wow. And it's just kind of, you know, whatever. Cathartic. It was a little cathartic. You don't think you're going to work through issues on Vanderpump Rules. But it's actually a profound experience. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, you clearly had won him over anyway. He's having you back multiple times. Well, you know, not anymore. Now it's a sports show. I have nothing to offer. Mm. That's fine. You know what? I'm okay with it. You're doing great. Thanks, man. You're we have great. an incredible guest tonight. At long last. At long last. I mean, as we all learned when uh, an, a comedian named Margaret Cho stopped by the show, uh-huh. who is a close friend of our guest, yeah. um, she did mention offhand at one point that he had – recently gone through some difficult things i texted him what is she talking about he said i do not know oh uh so but we did talk at length about uh about this particular gentleman's search 
Yes. For Prince Charming. Yeah. And we, we even brainstormed, uh, we, we pitched out a whole like yeah. reality or like a live, uh, dating yeah. show we're going to do. Yeah. The Brusseler? Was that? Or, the uh, Brusseler. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's what it's called, but that's what it's called now. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, we will be back with, uh, the star of the Brusseler, Bruce <laughs> Daniels. Who was shaking his head so hard it's about to fly <laughs> off and hit a wall. He's well, leaving the building. <laughs> Bruce uh, Daniels. Okay. We'll be back. Hey, Dave. Yeah. It's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair you lost. I know, that's right. Take it from 4 hymns.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, just for men. With medical-grade solutions, real doctors, well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions that can help you keep your hair, 4 hymns.com offers men easier, more affordable access to the prescriptions, products, and medical advice that they need. Forhims.com is amazing because there's no waiting room. There's no awkward doctor visits. Uh-huh. And, and these are not herbal supplements. Yeah. These are prescription solutions that are backed by science. So, But instead of having to go to the doctor and be like, can I get a prescription for that one thing? Oh. You save all that time. You save a lot of humiliation. You go to Forhims.com. They uh, answer a few quick questions. And a doctor reviews. If they prescribe you what you need. Everything is sent to you directly to your door. No one needs to know. Yes. Uh, by the way, our our listeners get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just five bucks today, right now, while supplies last. See website for details. And remember, this would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go Don't to 4 slash homo. That is F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash homo. 4 slash homo. Uh, do you like to host a dinner party, Matt? Do I ever? Yeah? Yes. So okay, here's the question. Do you find that when you're cooking – you are stressed the hell out because things are getting ready at different times. And, oh, the cocktails are taking long. And I thought, oh, the appetizers. Oh, my God, these little mini quiches. Oh, my God, Michael's stuck talking to what's-her-name that he hates, and he's he's getting mad at me Uh because I'm not saving him. i got to run over there, but I don't want to burn the apps. Well, guess what? Your main course, your main, your main, your main uh, proteins and meat and poultry and fish and whatnot. Yeah, you don't even gotta sweat it. Jewel sous vide will bring that food up to exactly the temperature you want to cook it at. You can't overcook it. You can't undercook it. There's a there's an app on your smartphone. It's got video on it. More than a hundred recipes. It'll help you cook just about everything the way that you want it. Done. Yes. Jewel is ready when you are, so your food doesn't overcook. You can take care of your apps, your cocktails, whatever you need. Uh, worry about your guests. Worry about your guests. Worry about your life. That's right. Not your food. Jewel, perfect food every time. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel and use the code HOMOPHILIA to get $15 off for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E. Code HOMOPHILIA. Tell them we sent you. Y'all, we are back. We are back. He is a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. He is a television producer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's an old, dear friend of mine. Please welcome Bruce Daniels. Bruce. Thank you for having me, guys. What's going on? are you? Uh, The difficult times I've been going through. I know. I I know. It's weird. Do you yet know? I still don't know what the difficult times are. Could you have foreseen something that... I mean, I have gone through uh, – I have a kid 
And right. so I forget that. About yeah, you. I, well, I, I never knew do. that about Yeah, you. I have a kid with uh, lesbians, and maybe she's talking about the lesbian divorce. Oh, but that happened holy like shit. I didn't seven know. years ago. Oh, so, I guess I did. But not. a lesbian divorce will but resonate a, throughout it's a, time. It's a lot. If you haven't been through one, you must go through one. It is. And you think so that as a gay fun. man, that's something you're not going to be going through? But yeah, then, I didn't know that that was in my life. You're in a lesbian but, divorce. Yeah, I mean, just it's just like the lesbian. Drive-bys, Oof. the depositions, oh, no. the being shit. CC'd on every me- uh, email for, to discern tone. Oh, uh, it's so much oh, fun! You've got God, to go Bruce, so that much is fun. that's a lot of tense. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I do want to talk more about the kid uh, <clears throat> a little later in the show. Oh, sure. But sure. Um, first. What are you watching, or what are you obsessed with these days? How are you? What's your pressure valve? What's my pressure valve? Well, I'm like I'm pretty like old, like I'm an odd television watcher. Like I love the Food Network. Oh, like it's, it's my it's, a, it's, it, it's it's delicious. It's my blanket. Like I can and I don't really I don't cook any of anything sure. I see. I just like it on in the background. Ina Garden makes me happy. Yeah, she is. She's my comfort food. I've heard a lot of, especially gay men, say that, and I've not had the pleasure myself. So sell me on Ina Garden. Do yourself. I I do not like cooking shows, but Ina. Ina's got a. She's got a thing. I mean, she does have a. She well, now as a black gay man, there aren't a lot of us in the Hamptons, Uh but. I see. I think she would welcome me in her house. One hundred percent. Yeah, Ina is, of course, known as the Barefoot Contessa. Uh, There's yes. a regular, um, a recurring character in the show by the name of Jeffrey, who is her husband. Mm-hmm. And every episode is about cooking chicken for, for Jeffrey, and yes. I make this for Jeffrey, and Jeffrey loves my thing. And then he comes in and and gives her like a what I think is a half-hearted smooch on the cheek, and it's kind of like, "What do you got here? Oh, it looks good." It's like he's. I guess my question is, do you think Jeffrey's in love with Ina? Oh, 100%. You do? Okay, good. Totally. They've just been together for 98 years. Right. (laughs) I think that's what it is. So it's just like, I mean, she makes different chicken. Like, er, (laughs) that's for, like, every Friday's chicken. Chicken is her love language. Yeah, it um, is. But I think that's the thing is that's her love language, but I don't know what Jeffrey's is. I have yet to see it. Okay. Yeah, he, okay. I mean, he pretty much is off. He's off book with his. It's the same lines. This is the best meal I've ever had. Right, uh-huh. it's the same. Right. So it's part recipe and then part her entertaining. Entertaining. She likes. She has her group of gay men, uh-huh. and then she has her neighbors. And it's she really say that it's a small group of people, yeah. and you see them recurring a lot. And uh, um, but then she'll have like Mel Brooks. Oh yeah, like he's he comes to the Hamptons. She makes him, uh, which she one time she made him uh, some uh, mushroom soup, and he couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, some chicken with uh, a salad on top, and uh-huh. he he gave her a hundred dollars. Gave her a hundred dollars. He's being he's trying to be funny. Oh, okay. like this is your tip. Like, like he still your, got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's true. He is that's as funny as anything I've heard. Yeah, Mel Brooks to be totally honest. It is a with you. really <laughs> aspirational life, though. Like you're just cooking in the Hamptons in your gorgeous kitchen. With and her, she's got a barn. That, yeah. there, there are no animals in that barn. Sure. No, no, no. And now, does the, you do you feel moguls over for dinner? I mean, sure. Do you feel compelled then to do the same for your friends? No, no, not at all. Okay, uh, I have. I used to. I used to entertain more. I, 
but when I moved into uh, production, uh, I I don't anymore. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, you do sort of just give up cooking as a part of your life. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah I I eat pretty much every meal out. Well, you are. I have always said the mayor of West Hollywood. Not in, not in, not officially. If you go no. on the West Hollywood website, yeah, I'm not on that. You're website. not on that, which is weird. Do it, they just it, need it to update it? Seem like I should be on the website someplace, like an honorable mention. Sure, it's, yeah. yeah, cast, yeah. Because if you go through <laughs> WeHo, you know, Boys Town with this guy, it oh, is God. just like. The, I, I always think about when I would be at home in Waverly, Ohio, and my my best friend Sarah Deering's mom was like just a very popular lady in town. And there was this thing that we loved so much, which is that anytime we were driving through town, if she heard a car honk, she just waved. Just like – and it just became this like weird reflex. She wouldn't even look, just wave because she was like, well, everybody knows me. I have, I have to wave. It was this sure. weird obligatory thing. Anyway. That's Bruce. Yeah. I mean, that, through. It's true. When people honk, I usually just wave. You got it. I do because it's usually – it's weird. And I don't really even like going up into that main drag area of West Hollywood because it is too much. And there's like – like I was entertaining friends from out of town and we were – and they wanted to go out on the weekend night, which is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I walked past Fiesta Cantina Oof. and there's a guy with a bullhorn and he – as we're walking by – he goes, um, ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Daniels. Uh, <laughs> and, and my friends were like, did you pay him to do that? And like, no, this is, that's just my life. It's just the it's, way. It's just a weird, weird thing. Which, by the way, he was right to do that. Yeah. It is, it <laughs> it's worthy of being announced. Is it? How long have you been in the West Hollywood community? Uh, 73 years? Okay. I think. No, I've been, I've lived here since. 92 uh and i which is weird i've never lived in west hollywood i've only uh and and i uh ran a bar still run a bar uh on the side but it's like a little foo bar right Mm -hmm. and uh so yeah so that's also given me a face that you know where i have to say hi to everybody because i have everybody light Uh yeah what also gives you a face is you host one of the like longest running stand-up shows in oh LA. yeah that too and uh <laughs> and is if, if you guys are in la every tuesday night at akbar every tuesday night 8 p.m 8 p.m it's 8 called PM dave's done it. you've done it we've That's both right. done it yeah yeah um and i have uh, bombed there horrifically and yeah oh. bruce remained my friend <laughs> but it is you know what it, it's a safe space it's a very safe space and it's a very queer space yeah. and you will see a lot of of big comedians for is it for free. It's free. For free. It's literally free. No, no fucking two drink minimum or anything. Nope. You're at one of the coolest bars in LA. Right. right. And you'll see some really big names sometimes. You'll see people who are up and coming. Yes. And then, uh, you, and you're like, wow, I've never seen this person before. And a month later, they're on network mm-hmm. television shows. Yeah. And Fort- you're like, Fortune Feimster got her start. Yeah. No, uh, I remember yeah. seeing her there and being like, holy shit, a star is being born before my eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like that has happened a lot. Like you have just kind of like quietly low key shepherded in all of this talent. <laughs> yes, you know? I'm responsible for all of their careers. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> you do You're get a Bethel Peters of the future. <laughs> Fortune makes and all those I dis- folks. Uh, who uh, I discovered Kate Walsh. 
oh, the actress. Wow. She like emailed and asked if she could do the show, and so I I discovered her. Uh, she had already been on she, a, some television shows, but I she guess. was new to stand up. I and guess. You were like okay, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And that that is another great thing about that show is that it's like people trying it out. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Just yeah. like working working something out, working yeah. a story out or whatever. Yeah. I, I like I like that. Yeah. Who? What comedians are like the uh, sort of new and exciting to you uh, that people should check out? Zach Noe Towers mm. is really funny, uh, and he's uh, on. But he's like on a couple of those, you know, comedians to watch lists. Ah. Um, I'm asking for the Bruce Daniels comedian. Yeah, oh, no, that's the no, only I, one I care First of all, about. I was on that. That long it didn't matter. Hey, uh, but uh, who else? Uh, Pete Zayas, sure, oh, is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I love? Bridget McManus, but she's been around a little bit. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, Glory Bigelow, yes, who's amazing. She's great. She is. We should. Is she a? Gay lady? She is. A she gay is. Lady. Okay. okay. We should have yes. her on for sure. Yes. We do discriminate. <laughs> just so you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah straight's allowed. Yeah. Um, Bruce, did you watch Dirty Computer? Did I watch it or listen to it? Well, either. I listened to it and I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it is such a homage to Prince. Yeah. And um, and that she came out as pansexual. I've eaten it all up. Yes, I, I, I can't. I I love her. I've, well, you, I, and I've loved you, her for a long time. You no, know, yeah. she's yeah, she's fantastic. Yes. But I feel like now is her moment. Oh, yes. it is, it's weird when someone has been low key famous for so long, and then all of a sudden is having this like explosive moment. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's highly overdue. Watch, great. Watch the emotion picture. <gasps> yes, dirty computer. Oh, I can't wait. It's like forty-five minutes long. It's most of the songs from the record. Okay, it's uh, it's essentially yeah. you know a forty-five minute music video. It is crazy. Her love interest in it is Tessa Thompson, the the hottest couple you'll ever see on screen together. Yeah, and. Uh, it's basically like if you ever uh, did you ever watch Westworld or see, I did know. watch uh, a lot of the first season of Westworld before I couldn't understand what was going on. Same, same, exactly. <laughs> and uh, that, of course, for me took uh, like a one one act of the show. Mm-hmm. Other, but anyway, it's everything that you liked about Westworld without any of the bullshit, except you're watching Janelle Monae. Instead of yeah. all those other people. And well, Tessa Thompson. I have, I have a, I guess it's gossipy. I got invited to this uh, night before the Emmys party Ooh. by uh, um, my friend and slash boss, uh, Wanda Sykes. Ah. And um, I, I, you know, I've been around celebrities, but this was like, like a beehive of celebrities and like A-list celebrities that I was, and I was with Wanda Sykes. So it was like, I was the, I was like them. Yeah. And, uh, like three seconds in, we meet, um, Angela Bassett run. Oh, everyone gosh. loves Wanda. So everyone runs over to her. Oh my God. And that's when I saw, uh, Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson just dancing together. Oh my God! Uh, you were like, I don't need to see the visual album. I live no, the visual no, album. No, I mean, my favorite story is that um, Sharon Stone knocked over Vanessa Bayer to get to Wanda while Wanda was talking to her. Oh my God! It was hysterical. Oh, Vanessa Bayer is with probably Billy like, this Eich- is the greatest and Billy, Eichner, Billy Eichner was watching and like he was watching a television 
when this happened. Like he just was covering his mouth and looking at me, and then he tried to take a picture of it. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Yeah. Oh, your life. Oh, you got a good yeah. one. <laughs> Fuck on a garden. So glitzy and glam. Oh, so glitzy and glam. Except yeah. for when you go through the troubles, and we're going to uh, get into those uh-huh. after the break. <laughs> Listeners, we need to tell you about a show that we really, really love. Yes, by the way, I'm not just reading an ad. I'm telling real truths from my mouth to your ears that I love this show. I do, too. It's called Nancy. Yep. It's a podcast from WNYC Studios. It's about all things LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. It's full of stories about how we define ourselves, about the journey that it takes to get there. A lot of the same stuff we talk about here. They just do it a little different. That's all. It's it's, it's like our show, but with cooler hosts. These people, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, they are extremely They're pretty cool. cool. Um, They're best friends, and their names are Tobin Lowe and Kathy too, and they go deep into the lives of queer people. Uh, they're embedding with a group of students as they put on an iconic queer play. Uh-huh. They're following a man who's running for office to unseat the woman who denied his civil rights. Oh, we know about that lady and yeah. that dude, and they're continuing to continuing to explore the relationship between queer children trying to find acceptance from their straight parents. You guys, you don't want to miss it. Find mm-hmm. Nancy on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Well, welcome back to this emotion podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's homophilia. We are back with Bruce Daniels. Hi, guys. Bruce Daniels, you have a child. I do have a kid. How old is he this is child? He is 10 years old. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, not biologically mine. Uh, I, I met these two women um, while I was on the road. And became like immediate. They were friends of a director who had directed all of Margaret's uh, concert films, uh-huh. and also the movie that Margaret and I did. And um, we just hit it off. Especially the birth mom and I hit it off. And I know that they were thinking about asking me to give of myself, but I, and I was glad that they didn't because I didn't. I wouldn't have known what to do. Um, oh, you would have considered it. I could, oh, I would have considered it, but I, you know, I was like on the road and an actor, and yeah. I, I'm selfish. So sure. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, but I, uh, but then they said, "Will you please be um, the uh, male figure in his life?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Sure." I still didn't know what that meant, but I said, "Sure, I'll, I can do that." And then they got divorced, and then my role kind of got bumped up. And so I uh, was I uh, was volunteering in school two, di- two days a week. I was picking him up from school, and I was just in his life. And what's the like um, the, between the three of you? Are they are they getting equal time with him? Yes, I don't. I mean, he's divided enough that I don't need to. Like say I need my my time with him. Yeah. Like if I I'm I go to the games. He's into sports. Boo! Uh, <laughs> not my favorite. No. Not my favorite. No. What a and, disappointment. He's and then one uh, mom is uh, a, a sports lesbian, and she is being that dad oh, that you did you want to choke. Is she like a coach? And, uh, and she go. Uh, he and I have gone to New York to visit the other mom because she 
is a uh, TV and film director, and she's shooting a movie there. And so we've gone to New York twice in the last month. And uh, she, uh, the other mom will go to the games without the kid. We, and when he's not playing? Not playing, and then goes, just goes to the games. Oh, my God. Yeah. That well, would just stress to, like, me out. Uh-huh. See how the other kids are. And then sometimes sends the score. Oh, my God. Jesus. That wow. Is, <laughs> I, I don't, did you see our shoulders <laughs> just inch up towards it's our ears? It's like literally I usually – I have pulled him aside and I was like, are you enjoying this? Are you enjoying these sports? And then he'll, he has said, yes, I really do. And I was like, okay, then I'm not going to uh-huh. do anything because uh-huh. I want you to be happy. Yeah. yeah. So. You're like, I'm not happy about this. But, but do you feel like you need to like yell at the ref – or whatever. Oh no. Okay. Good. No. Good. I, I clap for both teams. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a good dad. What does he call you? Uh, Uncle Bruce or Itchy Daddy? Itchy Daddy. Because he wasn't used to facial hair. Oh. And it's itchy when he gets on. Yeah. And, and now actually, also calls me Uncle Boo Boo because he knows Boo-Boo. that it doesn't. He, he knows I don't like it. I don't. Know it. So <laughs> so that's what he calls me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what's happening in your dating life at the moment? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like yeah. that? Uh, I I have a date tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. Who? Who's he? What, what's his yeah, name? Tell us his name. Tell you name names. No, no, no. name. Show us his name. Paint a picture for us. Uh, it's a guy that I've known uh, for a while, and then we were uh, through a mutual friend, and then – we were out and one night, and he was flirty. I was flirty, and then I had to go to New York a couple of times. And then I texted, "Hey, you want to go grab a drink?" So we're going to go grab a drink. Okay. Okay. So the, the but the I've gone. Night. I've gone on. A, I mean, I'm not like celibate. I've gone out on. You don't need to prove yourself to us, Uncle Boo Boo. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, no. That's what's also. It's like you could be having. Sex every night of the week if I you could want be. it to be. I could be. I but it's not. It, it's weird to in L.A. because first of all, like like a lot of people do know who I am, mm-hmm. which is weird. And so, like you know, if I were to go on an app, say I don't know, Grinder. Mm-hmm. Usually, if I go on, which is I really don't go on much in L.A., but it's like it's either like, hey, do you want to come over and fuck my boyfriend, or hi, Bruce. Like yeah. those are the responses. So and there's uh, a lot to get through yeah, in yeah, both of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know you to be the guy who. And by the way, I would be thrilled if you were, but I don't know you to be the guy who's going to be like, "Sure, I'll come over." And no, have the- I, I, that's too. I can't. Have, I, I can't. I've done three ways, like maybe two, no, three, and two of them were the guy and a girl. What? Uh, oh yeah, I've gushed. Because it was, I knew it was going to be a good story. Sure. Um, Sometimes but, <laughs> you got to do it for the story. Yeah. Uh, I am shocked. Yeah, but no, three. It's just too much. I can't handle all the people and the attention that needs to be paid sure. to who. Yeah. And you know. So I yeah I don't think I think that I thought that you were a, a gold star gay and you're not. Oh no, I've, I was almost married when I was like twenty one. Wait, what? I was yeah, my, oh yeah, I was almost married. 
uh, I fell in love with this girl, or that, or I thought, and my mother talked me out of it and said, I think that there are going to be other opportunities for you oh, in your life. Okay. Best coded way of saying oh, your game. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, my, when I told my mother I was gay, she said, thank you for telling me. Oh, oh yeah. man. In Neiman Marcus. Okay. <laughs> um, the safest space. Yeah. What so, section? Yeah, yeah. We were having lunch. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Was it the LA one? It was in one? Chicago. Oh, yeah. Chicago one. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you you broke up with a girl and you were like, my mom told me to do this and I have a feeling she's no, right. Like, God, no, I mean, it, she, no, we just broke up. But then she had a gay brother who she was like, hey, will you take care of him? He's just moving here. And he tried to sleep with me, but I was like, that's too much for me. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, real I couldn't. Weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep with a brother and a sister. Yeah. And she loved me because she said I was the best boyfriend because I never pressured her for sex. Well, so. that is not an uncommon thing. <laughs> that's right. Not an uncommon thing at all. And um, you were a great boyfriend for many other reasons, I'm sure. But that was, a, that was an extra special that's one. That's a big one. That is a big one. So what, where do you meet people when you meet people? Um, I am old-fashioned in that I like to meet people out. Like I do, I'm not – like. Uh, my friend Matt here has uh, signed me up for Tinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I he, tried to just No, you took his... my phone, actually, yeah. and you and Sloan mm-hmm. and my friend Paige Hurwitz uh, created my profile yeah. uh, where I went on one date uh, and the guy said, you know, I know who you are. And uh, that was the last date oh, of God. Tinder. So, like, social <sighs> – like, the apps Gross. don't really work for me. No. So So what happens what physiologically happens to you when someone says, "You know, I know who you are." Talk me through how that feels in your body. Uh Well, because I have lived here for so long that I I have to figure out what it is they think they know me from. Uh-huh. Right. And I've like cuz I've like I've I used to work at Debevix when I first uh lived here which What was, was your character? Uh my <laughs> character's name was Remy Martin and I wore a blonde pompadour. No. Yes. Bruce. And, I, and I loved the, and I was a real flirt with the ladies and yeah, I had you nicknames were. for all of them. Yeah. And Remy Martin is like your you your full singing and choreography in between serving meals is that the yeah, deal? Right, yeah, we would have to periodically get up uh on uh the on a divider and yeah. dance to YMCA, which oh. is how I got my SAG card uh because the uh, creators of Friends would come in with their kids, and Marta Kaufman would go, I'm putting you on the show. And I was like, there aren't any black people on your show. But, right. and, uh, and then the next thing I know, we got a call, and she said, I need f- uh, five servers. One of them has to be Bruce Daniels. Wow, and that's how I got my SAG card. Were you the wow. only one from the te- from the restaurant that got? No, all they picked, and I I, uh, I had a line, but it got cut. Oh, oh shit! It's fun. What, who did you play? What's uh, the one with Courtney Cox gets a job at a theme restaurant where she dresses Dolly yes. Parton? Yes, and then um, yeah, and, and I'm dressed as uh, uh, Black Elvis, where because the Elvis costume wouldn't fit the guy that they wanted it to be, and so they gave it to me, and then they cut an afro 
in the shape of a pompadour, so it looked like that's how I lived my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, do you not get your own headshots specifically in that character? So you could be like, this no. is an option. I actually even I, – I, I had to do two episodes, and then they wanted me to come back for a third season, but they only wanted me to play an extra, and so I told them that I was busy. That's hey, a power move. And you yeah. were. I wasn't. I was still waiting tables. But you. But <laughs> was it because Jennifer Aniston wasn't in your scenes? Is that why you were she like, was in I my don't scene. need it? What? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, I thought it was. I was. Just I've also Cox. did. I also did a movie with Jennifer Aniston. What? Yeah. What are you talking Shit, about? It was never released. It's called The Thin Pink Line. What? <laughs> what is that? Just for the listener, Matt is fully through the ceiling right now. <laughs> what is The Thin Pink Line? It was this movie that my uh, roommates at the time came. I lived in this house on Gardner, uh, and it was like five of us, all gay guys, and they called it the Gay Com- Compound. Mm-hmm. And um, they got two hundred thousand dollars to make this movie, and we had like, and it was like, it was like maybe right before Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Uh, so it was like a mockumentary, and. Um, and then at this time, it was like uh, we had Mike Myers on it before he – I mean, he was on Saturday Night Live, but he wasn't, like, super huge yet. Uh, Will Ferrell. Like, all these people where I just, like, this, there's no story here. It's just cameos of people talking about the subject of this mockumentary. And uh, Which – what was the subject of the mockumentary? Uh, a gay serial killer. Uh-huh. Oh. Hey, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to petition for this to be released. I think they're trying to – I mean, I can't remember. I think they are trying to release it. Wow. Because, yeah, it's it has, like, Jennifer Aniston when she was dating Tate Donovan. Holy wow. Oh, these are yeah. early, early. Oh, early. Wait, Friends wasn't even on yet. No, Friends was oh, on. Friends was on. But yeah. this is, like, the early years yeah. before. Holy cow. Before the brand. Right. So we're going to get to work on our change.org petition to get this thing out <laughs> into the world. We've done Listener. a lot of important activism here. We petitioned yeah. for uh, my so-called life reunion. Oh. That's still, I'd say, in the works. It's Yeah. I mean, it's coming. There it's definitely. Got, I mean, it's, got a, it's being considered. A duchess in London and somewhere in yeah. the UK. Yeah, she's like a AJ. lives in a castle. Yeah, but so like, do you? Are you? When somebody says that they know who you are, are you? Does that excite you? Does that embarrass you? Does that it embarrasses like, me? Yeah, mostly. okay, all right. Because I just want people to think that I'm hot. Right. Like that's that's the sure. that's, that's all I want. Like, and I whether you have, do know me or not, yeah, just as long as it's hot. That's yeah. right. So, but if they're talking to you on Grinder, you gotta assume that. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. How <laughs> often are you are you saying whether you're if even if, if you're traveling or you're in LA, how often are you like, ugh, all right, I'll just I'll I'll do a one off with this person. I just did that in New York. Okay. Ooh. I did that in New Talk York. Talk us Tell me everything. Okay, so uh I was staying at my apartment in West Village. And by my apartment, I mean my friend's apartment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I turned on the grinder, and this really hot guy messages me. And then I messaged him back with a picture because I like to put my best foot forward. Absolutely. And picture then he of... said, I want to suck that. Oh, uh, was it a picture of your hand or what? Yeah, my hand. Oh, okay. I wanted to suck my hand. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and um, he 
said, so is the building you're staying in, is it an elevator or a walk-up? And I said, it's an elevator. He's like, okay, I need to tell you something. Um, I'm in a wheelchair. And then he sends me a picture of him in a wheelchair. And he's like, how does that make you feel? And I say, honestly, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. And he's like, well, should I still come by? And I was like, I, 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 I don't know. And he's like, well, I mean, what's the difference between me and somebody else? And I was like, wheels? <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like, it, I, I just, you're just going to be so conspicuous. And I was like, also, there's like a couple of stairs. And then he was like, are you lying to me? And I was like, no, I'm not lying. You can come by and see that there's some st- stairs before you can get to the elevator. And he's like, well, that's just weird. And then he's like, well, is there a, a ramp or can I talk to a doorman? And I was like, I, I, I don't live here. This isn't my place. And so then he kind of just like guilted me into this. He's like, are you strong? Like, can you help me up to the stairs? Oh, my God. And then again, I was like, oh, "This is going to be a really good story." Oh so, my God! So, so I have to now. I know how to unhook the the safety bars of a wheelchair. Right. So I had to unhook those and then w- roll him up the two stairs to get him in. Um, By the way, so, aside from wheelchair, is this a person you're attracted to? Or oh, yeah, that... he was he was cute. Okay, he okay, was cute. Okay. And, so but I was also complications you were not expecting. I was in, right. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think I needed to work out for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And so, and yeah, and then you also have to then meet him out on the street. It can't just oh, be yeah. like, no, come on it's out. not like I can't push a button. He, right. I've got to, and then, and I s- certainly didn't want my friend's neighbors to know that I'd brought somebody right. up there. Right. Uh, but you know, after they see, hear this, they'll know. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> He, you still bring him up. So I bring him up, elevator. and then he – if we, I'll be a little graphic. He, Please. <laughs> uh, I, he gets into the apartment, and he's like, okay, this probably works better if you're sitting on a table or sitting on a bed. And I was like, I think I'm going to stand. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I love needed... how transactional this is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always transactional, but you do have to, like, do a lot of extra communicating. Yeah. So I, 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 I stood, and then I went on for a few minutes, and I was like, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Uh, great job. Yeah. Sir. And uh, nothing no, no, nothing was completed. Okay. And uh-huh. uh, then I had to... Take him back downstairs and roll oh him out. <laughs> did you? Did he leave happy? No, he was upset. No. He, it, yeah, because it the, the the mission wasn't completed. Sure. So, yeah, yeah he was upset. Fuck. But then did message me if you ever come in town. I'd love to finish the job. Which oh, I mean, I, I applaud that. that. I applaud that. So yeah. you're open. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Good. I mean, I'm not heading to New York anytime soon. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's bisexual too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've had you have dated your fair oh, share God, of bisexuals. Here we go. Here we go. Do we? Is it? Do it's your superpower? It is my superpower. Is that what you're known my, for? Not, not bisexuals. It's more that if you're questioning your sexuality, you will come and find me. Oh, Bruce, that was my life. Yeah, it's for like a decade and a half. Yeah, it's and it's I like, was Ellis and, Island. Yeah, is what I and, was yeah. and I don't want to be the bridge over sexually fucked up waters anymore. I mean, it's fun for a minute. It's fun. It's fun it's when you're fun in your twenties. It's fun for a minute. It's fun when you're in your twenties. Yeah. It's not fun 
when you're 75. No, it it's it not isn't. fun when you're 30. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you if you like the minute you start to develop emotional needs yeah. that can't be met, yeah. then it stops being and I fun. Think but, that the oh, reason, it's good before then. They and the, I think they liked me because um, they didn't think I would stalk them. Right. So, like, I I was pretty safe. You yeah. know, I'm not. There's not a lot of drama here. Were so. they ever wrong? No, they were ah. never. Oh yeah, no. I would I would never give anyone that satisfaction if they were to like, like if you don't like it's. I think it's very like an Aries thing about me. It's like, oh, you don't want me? No problem. I'll right. see ya. Mm-hmm. I should clarify for our uh, listeners that. We're not. I'm. I'm not shaming the. The. I'm not doing any bi erasure here. No. Uh, or they're real bisexuals. No. Yes. No. Bisexuals I, and, 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 and curious straight guys are not the same thing. That's no, what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about about uh, sexually curious straight guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sexually confused straight guys. I, I have say. dated bisexual and, men. Like remember that one who uh-huh. the motorcycle guy. Uh-huh. Tell me about the motorcycle guy because I don't the, know what you're talking the, about. The, there was this one. I dated this realtor who was like on paper was like everyone was like perfect for you Bruce go out with him and of course he was not perfect for me and so uh immediately uh a 25 year old bisexual who uh, only talked about motorcycles uh would not leave me alone and I called him the band-aid uh because he was making me feel better for the last uh relationship and uh like he was, we were together for like eight months. Yeah, and he, like, I, he would do the craziest things. Like he would text me. He's like, "Where are you?" And I was like, uh, "I'm in a, I'm in that bar." Uh, and he's like, "Okay, be outside in three minutes." And I went outside, and on Santa Monica Boulevard, I see him coming on his motorcycle. Then I see him standing up on his motorcycle. Oh my god! While it's going. And then I see him and the motorcycle part ways, and the motorcycle just takes off down Santa Monica with sparks, and he's just on his back. <gasps> and I didn't know what to do because I thought I was watching a movie. Like, I had never experienced something like that. So, I, I, I mean, I eventually ran over to him, but I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because I've not been in this situation. Yeah, not many have. <laughs> no. Yeah. Was he okay? No, he's fine. Because that shit happens to him all the time, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. He just how, wanted you to see it. Yeah. How much longer did you guys continue? Oh, we could, oh months like after that. <laughs> I mean, months after that. It's kind of the thought that counts with a gesture like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like if, you, if you're going to do that for me, i got to stick around a little of while. Of course. Of course. At least let him finish you off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, a lot of wheels involved in your in, your, in various forms. wheels within wheels. Yeah. Um, what are you like? What are you looking for? I know that's a broad question. Um, I, I despite these stories, I am pretty picky, which Margaret did say. It's like I'm. Yeah. It's like I do. It, it, like it's never always. It's never ever been about like looks. Like the weirdest thing is like I like them around my height. Okay. Like that's, but I have dated shorter, uh, obviously. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, and like I don't have a problem with being single. I I, I enjoy being single, but I would also like to meet somebody. But it has never been that a priority for me. Yeah. Like it's like I have, I feel like I have a great life, 
sure, it'd be nice to have somebody to share that with, but I have a great life. Uh-huh. So, um, but I, I think that the people who know you, I mean, I get, I, I, people who are in relationships always do this to their single friends. And I think it can be, it's, you know, it's well-intentioned, but it can be shitty. But I think for you especially, people want you I mean, up whatever so this badly. looks like to people, it's not supposed to be single to, no. to them. No. Like, uh-huh. like and so We're I all, do get to feel. Everyone's angry about it. Every, people are angry about it. Uh, it's been on a, a podcast about uh-huh. like, <laughs> that people talked about it when I'm not in the room. Uh, it's, you know, I sometimes I feel like maybe I should feel bad because – like, maybe something is wrong with me, but I don't think that anything is wrong with no. me. Now, so. I think what it is, is is that you are a unique and special catch. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, <laughs> and and I think people want to see the the other you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want that character to come into my life right. in some yeah. way. Like, I want to know that person who is worthy of you. You know? Yes, yes. Like you think we're yeah. like, we're hungry for that other character. All right. Exactly. Like you imagine know? what a what a dynamic duo that would be. Somebody yeah. who is this person's match. Yeah. That'd be pretty fucking great. Yeah. Hmm. Guys, slide into Bruce's DMs. <laughs> yep. Are they open? <laughs> open. <laughs> open keep them open? Yeah, those DMs are open mm-hmm. 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that's a smart move. DMs, DMs, that's on Twitter and all Instagram. Of them. All, all of them. them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. all of them. Your son will show you how to. <laughs> he, is, he, uh, he takes my phone and shows me great. many things. Of course. <laughs> and oh. I have to hide the, the, the grinder in something called... You know, uh, don't not, touch this, not games. Son. Yeah, because that's where he—that's the first one he goes to. But uh-huh. like, I think it's in like financial. Uh, right. <laughs> Something like my kid's gonna be like, Ugh, spreadsheets. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. Oh, Uncle Boo Boo, it <laughs> has Uncle been Boo-Boo. such a pleasure. Thank you for having me, guys. Jeez. If you're in LA, go see Drunk on Stage at Akbar. Yeah, on Tuesday night at eight, uh, and go buy Bruce a drink afterward. <laughs> Yeah. Plead uh, your case. <laughs> and Bruce watch Talk TV. Show, the game show. Yes. Talk on show, the TV. Game show. Yes. It's For which fun, Bruce, fun show. Yes. A producer, writer. Yeah. Uh, this week's episode uh, might have a familiar voice on it. <gasps> That's all I'm saying. You mean Guy Branham because he's Guy been on Branham, the show. Yeah, because he's been on the show. He, he's on that show every week, Dave. Okay. It's, okay. It's... But then there might also be another. <laughs> oh. Who? <laughs> it's me. Guys, it's me. Yay! Dave Holmes on, on Talk Show The Game Show. Yeah, it aired last night, if you're listening to this, the day it came out. But oh, you, there are maybe. rerun opportunities yeah. on demand. Exciting. It's such a great show, and I, I oh my want God, it to go on forever. So no, on thank you. But I mean, it's such a fucking funny show, and I want it to last forever because I want you me to too. always be working. Yeah. And have opportunities to travel yes. the globe mm-hmm. yes. and meet new faces <laughs> and new wheels. <laughs> Brucey Daniels, I love you so much. Thank you for doing this. I love you too. Thank you for having me, guys. That was awesome. Brucey, I love, Bruce. I love. He's gonna move ya. Yeah, he is. You know, he really is. He's the best. Uh, what a dream guest. Yep. Uh, so many gr- more great stories where that came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, you can find him in West Hollywood. It sounds like he's just like haunting the place, but he's not. But in a he's way, very he busy. Is. He's he's very busy and he's all over the place. And every time I am in that neighborhood, I do bump into yeah, him. Yeah, if you pop into Fubar, he's going to be there. Pop into St. Felix, you're probably going to see him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but but he's uh, not a barfly. No, he's just. 
just he's a man about town. He's he's a man about town, mm-hmm. and um, I'm excited to see what kind of relationships he gets into. Uh, yeah. thanks to our show. That's exactly and right. Thanks to the, the Bruceler when we finally do the Bruceler. It's gonna happen. Going to happen. I'll also check him out at Drunk on Stage at Akbar every Tuesday at eight yes. o'clock. We both need to get back up and work out some material. That's right, some stories and whatnot. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Yeah, come come see us at DragCon if you're in town. Oh, please come see us at DragCon. Uh, Wednesday, no, Saturday the fifteenth, something teenth, whatever 12th. that Saturday is. Twelfth. Ah, fuck. Uh, Eleven a.m. Whatever. You got a calendar. We don't. Uh, 11 a.m. It's a perfect time for drag under fluorescent lights. Yeah. And, uh, and we will be there with someone. That's right. Uh, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Ben, for the music. Thank you, Dave Holmes. Thank you, Matt McConkie. Thank you, Faye, for coming and uh, drinking water and farting through the show. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love y'all. I am a great cook. Yeah. I'm a great cook. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to own it. It's good um, that you see you finally come out of the closet. Yeah. I'm a great cook. Yeah. Because I know it's part art. It's part science. The art, it's all up in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist. I have a process. I don't like to get into it. The science, I don't need to get into because Jewel sous vide takes care of it. It cooks my meat, my fish, my poultry to perfection with precise temperature control. That is why they say, and why your lower back tattoo says, Mm -hmm. perfect food every time. Mm -hmm. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel. Use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. Yeah, that's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Yum. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.